0: This is Ed McMahon, and now here's Armstrong and Getty.
1: Live from Studio C. These are a dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong you get a communications compound and the question are we kneeling right now
0: or standing you don't know. The Tonight Show band is our national anthem. Today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. A third option Jack. A third option is our general manager. We're all discussing the NFL, the kneelings, the sittings. The standings, the tweetings, the trumpings, the responses, the, the, the warriors, the rest of them. Here's a third option. Do you sit, do you stand, or do you go to hell? They can all go to hell. All of you, go to hell. Trump, go to hell. Sit Get the hell out of here. Wheel and play every. All of you, go to hell. I'm tired of every... Just, just shut up. Shut up.
1: I know, my wife, more or less, said that last night. And I said, you know, I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even want to talk about it. Mm. I, think I, I think I have to, but I don't even want to talk about it. I'm just just tired of it. Just fatigued by it. Just, eh.
0: <laughs> That's my response. Eh. I understand that, Jack, and I sympathize with you. On the other hand, I come today laden with a number of penetrating insights I'd like to share with the audience.
1: You're laden with insights.
0: Penetrating insights.
1: Wow. That's right. So the whole go to hell thing was just a like, Oh no, inventing. I mean, I meant that okay. I meant that
0: a hundred percent. But you are laden with insights. Well, I got a contract, says <laughs> so I gotta do a talk radio show. Uh-huh. So I'm laden with penetrating insights. So stay here to be penetrated.
1: Boy, and then I just heard the top-of-the-hour news uh, from CBS, I saw that, and crime, violent crime is up quite a bit. I thought, uh-huh, boy, boy, add that to the stew of everything that's going on in America and the divisions, violent crime going up, and see, uh, see where that gets us. I do enjoy stew. Ooh, boy. You know what we're going to do? Study the world! Oh. Study the world! want to ignore it! All right, let's study that world! Study it. <laughs> yeah, study the world. Modern life is so tiring. Oh, I'm telling you. It's just tiring. I'm telling you. (laughs) Let's kick off the show by introducing everybody in the squad. We'll start there with our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping huggles, pulling leers. How are you this morning, Michael?
2: Good. Yesterday would have been hard for a child, to, a small child to understand what you're supposed to do during the National Anthem because I saw people joining arms together. I saw people standing, people sitting, people squatting. I don't know what to do anymore yeah. during the National Anthem. Well,
1: I have kids and don't watch the football, and my my, my, my day was like a tweet I saw at our account. As long as the dogs from Puppy Patrol don't kneel, I'm okay today. So that's the way I watch, too. As long as Puppy Patrol doesn't kneel, everything's fine. Uh, there's uh, Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean?
3: Yeah, I solved this uh, this nation's statue Confederate crisis by just decreeing that we don't deserve... Nobody gets statues anymore. Not for, right. not for anybody. No statues. Nobody gets statues. <laughs> I'm thinking about extending that precedent to flags. I don't know. That one's a little bit harder for me to make a good argument for. But I'm close. I'm close to just saying, uh, fine, nobody
0: gets flags.
1: You're not a society that can have statues or flags. You fight over them. That's like I do with my kids. Nobody's going to play with this toy, and I put it on top of the refrigerator where they can't reach it.
0: This is why we can't have nice statues. All of America, go to your room. Give me that flag.
1: None of you are playing with it. Quit. There's Marcia Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I
2: said on Friday I was going to well wear sleeper socks and see if they actually did uh, put me down faster and let put me, you down and uh, let me sleep sounder.
1: <laughs> Marshall had to be put down over the weekend.
2: <laughs> and wow. I will I will tell you, gentlemen, uh, they work. I mean, I put the sleeper really? socks on and it I I fell asleep at least fifteen percent uh, faster. <laughs> I question your methodology. Um, one one question is
3: now: Were these socks specifically marketed as sleeping socks or sure. did you just put on some some
2: new socks I could say they were specifically okay. marketed as sleepers socks. socks yeah, yeah. No, okay. tell the tell the truth uh, no they were they were nice warm heavy duty socks go. There you okay. go. yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
1: But, just 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 to paint a picture for the listener what else
3: were you wearing as you slept <laughs>
2: I, Along uh, with your socks, anything? Uh, no, I was wearing sleeping garb.
3: There you go. I, uh, you know, I had my pajamas, Like pointed, like tired witch's hat, kind I had, of sleeping
2: cap, I, I sort of things. The, yeah, I had that, and I had the uh, the blindfold. You know, the uh, so you, <laughs> you, right. you you can sleep, sleep even more soundly. S- my
1: son has both of those because he wanted them. So, <laughs> Laura sewed him up one of those sleeping caps that right. bends over at the top that he wears. Right. And, <laughs> oh, very cool. You got the
0: wee Willy Winky look yeah. on. Yeah. Fantastic yeah. fans yeah. of a traditional. Uh, nursery rhyme, <laughs> really likes it.
1: Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Monday day, September 25th, year 2017. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program.
0: Okay, let's begin now officially, according to FCC rules and regulations. The show commences at mark.
2: Wouldn't you love to see one of these NFL owners when somebody disrespects our flag to say, "Get that son of a bitch off the field
0: right now! Out, he's fired. He's fired." As you heard the boos. rumbles of disapproval and boos. As you heard the
1: boos rain down, as <laughs> mingling all of America. with
0: shouts of anger.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or just like joy. Nothing but joy there. And all. You know, I hadn't even heard until this morning that he dropped a little rocket man on Kim Jong-un. Yes. Rocket man, little rocket man. We'll have to play that for you later. It's funny that the whole NFL thing completely obscured mm-hmm. the modern Cuban Missile Crisis that's going on in the background of other stuff.
3: The three-dimensional chess advocates say that was the plan all along. Could be. Could be. It certainly worked if it was the plan. North Korea was a big story for like three whole
1: days.
2: I'm bored. Yeah, I'm not sure the little fat head with the H-bomb is bored with it. Uh, what are other headlines, Marshall? And I had the protests continue, as do President Trump's denunciations. We've got soaring college tuitions, paying for millions of dollars in expenses... That are surprising everyone. Where's the money going? We'll get into that. More proof that cleaning your
0: house can add years to your life. Coming up, 635, Armstrong and Gate. I've been telling people where that money's been going for a decade, but I'm anxious to hear your take, Marshall.
1: What uh I had a question. What was I? I filled it out of my mind. Oh, there's more tweets from the president this morning, correct?
0: Correct Demundo.
2: And and more no, I'm sure that'll help. And more
1: on the football thing.
2: Yes. So this
1: would be four days in a row? Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yep. He's commented on the football thing. Hmm. Maybe it is a strategy of some sort. We'll discuss all this coming up. Remember our text line if you need to vent. 415-295-KFTC. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. So NASCAR owners have come out and threatened to fire drivers, crew members who protest the national anthem. That's where NASCAR owners are on the whole story. Slightly different demographic.
0: Yeah, I'd say that's just resonating with their... Their uh, audience, their customers, plainly. Mo- much more, much, much more on the great controversy over the weekend. You're laden with what? Perspective? Uh, penetrating insights. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so stay tuned Also, awesome. the old P.I.'s. Mailbag. <laughs> so, uh, mailbag is so good today. Including some amateur shower thoughts. I was uh, really determined to keep the shower thoughts short, but there's so many really good ones. uh, I don't know. We'll just uh, wing it. First of all, an amateur shower thought from Brenda. Reverse the first two letters of nuclear, and you get unclear. Wow, that is really interesting and revealing, Brenda. You're a real Omron. That means... uh, Deep thinker That's Sanskrit for deep thinker. Uh, Bridget, another beloved female fag with an amateur shower of thought. Here's my first attempt to be gentle, she says. Find a penny, pick it up. All day long, you'll have good luck and probably some fecal matter. <laughs> that one dedicated to the great Marshall Phillips.
1: One of my kids put a quarter in his mouth over the weekend, and I had to explain oh, to him it. how... Money is about as dirty as anything could be.
0: Well, his immune system just got a big old boost. Uh, Ksotp keeps slathering on that Purell. That is Bridget. Nice job. After describing
1: what uh, what uh, what a quarter goes through. Oh boy, um, I don't think he'll put it in his mouth
0: again. Oh yeah, it's well, it's it's a uh, three-term equation: quarter plus fingers plus. Everything fingers ever touch my equals uck.
1: I haven't had money in my mouth in a long time, but my memory is it doesn't taste that good.
0: You've had money in your g string as recently as this weekend. <laughs> your your side hustle,
1: but my money—I don't remember it tasting that good. So <laughs> no, Corrects no. itself. It's not like they taste delicious, and you have to fight to keep quarters out of your mouth.
0: <laughs> I'd like to <laughs> suck at a quarter point. all day
1: long, but I hear it's not
0: good for me. Tastes like an after-dinner mint. It's just <laughs> delicious. <laughs> Here are your official Weekly Shower Thoughts, as compiled by Rich in Salt Lake City. Uh, Fabulous, Rich. Thank you. The problem with modern medicine is that instead of extending our youth, it extends our old age. Mm. I hate to be a pain in the ass, but that's where you come in. Diet, exercise. That's how you extend your youth. Well, yeah, but... Well, yeah. What do you mean, well, yeah? Still the point. It's not like you get... That's a penetrating insight.
1: It's not like you get another year of being 25 when you tack one on at the end. No. No, no.
0: No, you do get a few more years of being 55, though, mm. which is better than, you know, 85. Uh, as, uh, t- 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 tell me if you agree with this one. Everybody, everybody listening, could you share this? As much as I use my smartphone, I don't think I've ever seen it in any of my dreams. Hmm. Now, I do remember a substantial number of my dreams, unlike Jack. Whose mind is a blank, unfortunately. <laughs> um, I don't recall ever having a dream
3: that included a smartphone. Well, technically true. I've had a dream where I can't find my phone. Oh, really? That definitely
0: things. counts yeah. as, as having one. Yeah, interesting. I just wondered how universal that is. Uh, in the year 2017, any place that charges a convenience fee to pay bills online is just an a-hole. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, so convenience
1: true. fees and restocking fees are just scams.
0: Oh, it's like the ticket. Uh, well, the restocking fee is we take returns, but we're going to take a little chunk out of here. Right,
1: because I've thought before, how about since I, it's on the shelf right over there, how about I walk it over and put it back on the shelf? Does that uh, save yeah. me 50 <laughs> bucks? No.
0: Well, that's like the convenience fee and the service charge for a ticket, the, like a concert ticket. Just we just got to get hit. Look, the price is the final price, and and you just got to make a buying decision. I I get so mad of the 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 service charge and the, um, and the, the whatever those idiot fees are handling called. handling fees. Yeah, it's just such a scam. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, processing
1: fee is different than the handling fee. What the f?
0: <laughs> yeah, I like this one. Charging ninety nine dollars for a fifteen dollar case of water is considered price gouging. But charging eight hundred dollars for an eight dollar bag of saline is considered healthcare.
3: Mm. Mm.
0: Boy, healthcare—another
1: yeah. story that got lost to a great extent over the week. And of course, part of that is McCain saying no, kind of ended it. But
0: yeah, plus it's just so phony and fake and tiresome. But phony, fake, and tiresome. There's a lot of that going on. Snapchat's slogan is "Life is better when you live in the moment," but the app encourages users to record everything that happens to them instead of just experiencing it. True. And finally, this this is probably my favorite. If your favorite band or favorite athlete or favorite actor visits you in the hospital, odds are you're doomed. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> you're in the hospital. You know, I'm feeling a lot better today, honey. I really <clears throat> feel like I'm bouncing back. Well, well, we, we have a surprise for you. Your favorite baseball player of all time is here. What? Whoa! Wait a minute! Why? <laughs>
1: Yeah, no kidding. Joe Montana walks into You're my. You're
0: very brave. You're very, very. What? No, I'm not. What are you talking about?
1: <laughs> Joe Montana walks into my hospital room. I think I. I didn't realize. I thought I was better than that.
0: <laughs>
3: You're doomed. Why didn't somebody tell me? Wasn't I getting better? I thought... <laughs>
0: All you nurses seem to be very encouraging. That's hilarious. I'm going to throw a touchdown pass for you this Sunday, but Joe. I'm no, fine. don't. Don't bother. <laughs> I, I feel. Jesus, get the doctor here. <laughs> So if I go in and get my tonsils removed
2: and then I wake up and Joe Montana's by my bed and I notice it's gone wrong. Yeah, yeah, Joe
1: Montana would stand for the national anthem. How do you like that? Huh? How's that just thrown? You just politicized
0: mailbag! <laughs> How how's that for throwing a grenade in the middle of the room and walking out? <laughs> wow. Like a, you know what, in a crowded elevator. <laughs> Um, you know, look at this. As At your, our earliest convenience, we got to change our TV monitors. Because some moron over the weekend changed them from the mm. news channels to God knows what. And a lady with big boobs over here is trying Cheat. to get me to understand my DISH remote control. And some lady with big boobs over there is trying to get me to, I don't even know what.
1: Somebody on this television put it on the DISH channel. Who's watching the DISH channel? <laughs> Of all the things you could watch while you're sitting here doing whatever you do over the weekend, The Dish Channel?
0: I just, I don't know where to find movies. Where where are they? Uh, Moving along. Ah, you know, it's funny, the timing of this. Uh, Roger in beautiful Liberty Lake, Washington writes, I hate how every single thing is being politicized these days. In protest, I'm taking a knee during mailbag. There you go. (laughs) Beautiful, Roger. Beautiful.
1: Michelangelo and I are linked arm in arm. Because we're good Americans.
0: You knew we were, we were going to get to this eventually. We aren't a serious country, writes Ryan. Dear Big Freedom and Old Simple Jack, you'd think we aren't a country. $20 trillion in the hole and on the brink of nuclear war to spend an entire weekend arguing about kneeling during football games. Uh, Ryan from Houston. then uh, kind of uh, stealing a note from your uh, guitar solo, Jack. Just thankful, Sir Topham Hatt and Paw Patrol didn't kneel. It's easier for me to say goodbye to the NFL than my son to say goodbye to Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, yeah. Yes.
1: Somebody wrote in a column yesterday. Of course, we all remember during the Cuban Missile Crisis when John F. Kennedy got all worked about about men's tennis.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: what is that? It's the olden days? Yeah,
0: yeah. You know what, sweetheart? There are uh, there are times. Uh, I'm done. Writes Brad. I've watched every Super Bowl from 1967 to 2016. I was on the waiting list for Broncos season tickets for two years. I was part of the crowd that got to throw huge snowballs from the South Stands at the Raiders at halftime. I was chronicled by Howard Cosell on Monday Night Football for falling backward for, there's a typo here, for two sections caught. Mm. I know my quitting won't make a difference, but it makes me sad for the direction our country's going in. I'll never watch an NFL game again.
1: I'm mostly an observer on this issue. While you've got profound insights or something later? Penetrating insights, Jack. I'm Um, laden with them. But it's going to be interesting to see what the ratings end up being, especially next week. There could have been a lot of tune-in yesterday to see what was going to happen. But I wonder next week what the ratings will be.
0: Somebody will organize a widespread boycott. Don't watch. It'll probably be. I think the president of the United States is trying to do that. I think it will be up to full speed by this afternoon. You'll hear about it. There will be hashtags and, and meetings and the rest of it.
1: But then a certain number of people who may never, never watch are gonna gonna tune in to try to show support. So who knows oh. where it'll end up? Why do they run
0: sometimes and pass sometimes? Make why, up your mind. Why do they? <laughs> they're not even trying. <laughs> Why do some of the men run that way? Why are the, the ball is over here? Let's see. Scott from Pleasant Hill is fired up. Um, I turned into the turn, turned on NFL on CBS, was met with a Black host who told me I didn't understand black issues, and if I, I agree with our president, then I am divisive and hurtful to our country. I then get Pete Carroll telling me he and the Seahawks disagree with my president and that they will be f- the front runner in pushing a politically correct agenda. Go, progressives, beat the conservatives. So much for a little escapism on a Sunday morning.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to take in some of the stuff. I know Sean's compiled a bunch of comments from uh, players, coaches, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But the most recent polls had the majority of people in uh, against players kneeling. So if the NFL didn't uh, reflect that giant chunk of people,
0: mm-hmm. that could be a problem. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Well. Yeah. All right. More on that. More of the penetrating insights. Yes. Oh, also, just
3: some. Kaepernick started kneeling in Obama's term in office. This Correct. wasn't about a Republican
0: president and kneeling against that. It just happened to... Right. It, it's become that. Well, yes. my Trump went ahead and stepped in it, and now it is about that. Yeah. Uh, James Woods, the great actor, tweeting, liberals applaud spoiled NFL millionaires sitting on their asses during the National Anthem while Berkeley cancels free speech week. Irony. Well, I tell you what, and we have uh, some specific and, uh, and really powerful exhibits on this principle. The left has bred a monster. The angry, violent far left now is controlling the progressive agenda in some places at some times. And unless they rein that monster in, it will grow. And, you know, Bernie's part of it, although he is a more genteel, gentlemanly aspect of it. Certainly the Antifa lunatics are a big part of it, and we've got some unbelievable video, well, audio for you uh, coming up in a bit. And then finally this, Jack, uh, for when you discovered... Your son uh, you woke up in the wee hours of the morning, pushed the bathroom door open. You asked your son what he was doing in the bathroom. He said, hiding. I did this, too, when I was a kid, writes Wendy. In Atlanta, we already have a national show. I'd wake up early and be terrified to walk around the silent, dark house by myself. So I'd hide somewhere safe until my parents or siblings woke up. Once they were awake, the scary house became home again, and I could start playing. Yeah, we leave all the lights on. Might not be Henry's situation, but your story sure brought back memories for me. Yeah, all our lights are already on. Although, lonely, lonely, empty house is scary.
1: Creaks. Doesn't, doesn't seem to bother him as long as the lights are on. Ah. He was looking for candy is why he was up. Ah.
0: ah Down to so the bottom you, of it. Wow. So the investigation was
1: advanced over the weekend. He's very forthcoming with these things. If you just ask him, he'll tell you. Ah. I was looking for candy and I couldn't find any. Ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not gonna. Don't waste your time. Sometimes he does. <laughs> and then you find a pile of wrappers somewhere. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, so Marshall's got his news coming up, and uh, fortunately or unfortunately, maybe fortunately for the world of talk radio, there's plenty to talk about because the president's tweet again this morning on the important issue of the NFL. He tweeted, well, he's also tweeted about North Korea a little over the weekend. The North Korean fathead responded, of course. Oh, boy. As one texter said, we have two very easily butthurt people going back and forth on this uh, this whole thing
0: you imagine FDR and Hitler going back and forth like this? Nice stash, idiot. Says you, limpy. Why don't you limp on over the, to the wow. fireplace and give another fireside chat? Wow. Wow. Says you. What's up with your
1: salute? Grow an elbow, idiot. Do you have to get special pants made when you have one ball? That's what I'd have said if I was FDR. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Stay tuned. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. I'm not a fan of Hitler. So, it looks like we got one of the Wall Street Journal reporters that just got back from North Korea. Oh, yes. A place few people get to travel. And uh, got to, you know, walk around there and, and do whatever the government allows you to do. So, we'll right. talk to him a little bit later in the show. And then, of course, we got the crisis that is Neil Gator. NFL something or other. I quit watching the NFL a couple of years ago, so I feel like I'm, uh, you know, uh, ahead of the curve on this. Hmm. Uh, I got tired of it for different reasons but it's going to be really interesting to see where the ratings go on this and if the president gets to crow about that a couple of weeks from now anyway right. let's get them. i have
0: strong strong statements to make jack i know you I will i will please and anger everyone
1: i have no insights only observations hmm. Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. As
2: you mentioned, we've now moved into day four of our latest national controversy with President Trump standing by his criticism of NFL players who kneel during the national anthem. Trump sending out a trio of pre-dawn tweets. The issue of kneeling has nothing to do with race. It is about respect for our country flag and national anthem. NFL must respect this. Second tweet, many people booed the players who kneeled yesterday, which was a small percentage of total. These are fans who demand respect for our flag. And in the third tweet, so proud of NASCAR and its supporters and fans, they won't put up with disrespecting our country or our flag. They said it loud and clear. This after some of the NASCAR owners threatened to fire drivers who don't stand for the anthem.
1: So sucky if you're a, like, second-string offensive lineman your dream to play in the NFL, you're just hoping to get, you know, a three-year deal maybe with the team. You make a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. You live in an apartment with a couple other guys because you know this is going to be over soon and you're going to have to find a real job. right? You don't want to get involved in this. You don't want to kneel or not kneel. You don't want to get called out for not kneeling and ask why. I don't know. I'm just showing up through the game hoping they call my number and I remember the plays. And that's what most of them would be, I'm guessing. Of uh, how many you have on out there? 50 some players. I guess Most of them got to be thinking, I just want to play and get to keep playing in the NFL.
2: And all this began during that campaign rally on Friday for Alabama's Senate race when Trump declared Wouldn't you love to see one of these NFL owners, when somebody disrespects our flag, to say, Get that son of a bitch off the field right now. Out. He's fired. He's fired.
1: Once again, you hear the anger from the crowd, obviously, quickly turned on the president. It just you know it shows it for for that crowd but they they love that yeah. about half the country does maybe more i don't know we'll wait till the polls come out
0: meanwhile First, and, and a significant amount of the country hates it absolutely oh yeah, oh yeah, no hates it
1: no doubt but if you took in the media over the weekend you would think it's one of those 90 10 stories absolutely
2: Meanwhile, President Trump uh, made a new Twitter threat against North Korea on Saturday in response to comments that were made uh, earlier in the day by the North's foreign minister at the U.N. General Assembly. The foreign minister calling Trump, quote, a mentally deranged person full of megalomania and complacency. He also went on to threaten, due to his lacking of basic common knowledge and proper
0: sentiment, You know, I'm sorry, that's an odd insult. You're a megalomaniac and you're complacent. (laughs) I'm
1: complacent. It's got to be the translation, right? It must be.
0: Yeah.
2: He went on to say, due to his lacking of basic common knowledge and proper sentiment, he tried to insult the supreme dignity of my country by referring to it as a rocket. By doing so, however, he committed an irreversible mistake of making our rockets visit to the entire U.S. mainland inevitable
0: all the more. Well, that's a direct threat of attack. All right. Great. Trump tweeting back. Ask late. him what he thinks of the NFL thing. Hey, Tr- fat Ed. Trump tweeting he back. He couldn't
1: kneel; he'd split out his pants. <laughs> 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 He's a fat guy, you see.
0: Uh,
2: Trump tweeted later. <laughs> <laughs> later Saturday in return. Just heard foreign minister of North Korea speak at UN. If he echoes thoughts of Little Rocket Man, they won't be around much longer.
1: See, so yeah, we got to play the Little Rocket Man thing. Do we have that? Yeah. Do we come up with that? I want to hear. Yeah, because that's yeah. Uh, that's that's something. Um, and I, I heard somebody ask. I really bothered by trump's approach on north korea for the most part there's a few things i would have left out maybe tweet or comment wise right. but I, I you gotta wonder is is there a strategy session
2: where they're discussing this sort of? and message? we can't have madmen out there shooting rockets all over the place and by the way rocket man should have been handled a long time ago little rocket man
1: so, I mean, he and General, General Kelly and McMaster and uh, Mattis, are they just dis- discussing this and thinking, I think calling him Little Rocket Man is the best way to psychologically, are they, are they talking about this or is he just going and doing his thing? I would guess it's the latter. <laughs> I don't know. Little Rocket Man. I don't know. Who knows how that translates? And in a culture where, you know, people get uh, fighting
0: mad over various slights. Right. You know. Yeah, I, I, I here's what we do. We insult him in public over and over again until he comes to the table. I mean, I just <laughs> I don't know how that's supposed to work. I don't I don't follow it. I don't follow the logic. Yeah. Well, he comes to the table all right. <laughs> oh
2: yeah, there you he go. Oh, uh, right.
3: <laughs> he's the new Chris Christie. The Oops. lighter side.
2: <laughs> and it turns out doing thirty minutes of housework five days a week can slash your risk of early death. Housework is exercise. Researchers tracked over 130,000 people in various countries. They found those who did any kind of exercise for 150 minutes a week cut their risk of early death by 31%.
1: It's amazing how much better off you are with just, like, people, you can go to the gym and get your heart rate up to 250 for nine hours if you want to. But if you get even just a little bit of exercise, Mm -hmm. you're so much better off than none. Yeah, they're, so much better off. They're talking it's...
2: about how washing windows, making beds, vacuuming will
3: all burn up a ton of calories. It's similar to the comparison you make, how some money is so much more than no money. <laughs> yes. It's that way in exercise, too. Just that first little little bit does
2: so much.
1: Rather than just being completely sedentary.
2: There you go, that's a wrap that your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty
0: Show, The Boys of the West. All right. It's time, it's time to kick off our coverage of the controversy that's torn America in two. Is it your penetrating insights we have to look for? Sure, I'll unleash at least a couple of them.
1: (laughs) We'll play a little montage of some of the things that were said and done over the weekend. There are different uh, ways that the NFL teams handled it. And we will salute the greatest man in America, Alejandro Villanueva. Does that fit into this story? It does indeed. Interesting. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: No, it wasn't my decision. Um, like most teams in the National Football League, uh, we didn't ask for this. Um, this was, was placed upon us by circumstance. Um, I heard rumblings of guys talking uh, during the course of the day yesterday. My contention was um, that we will not allow politics to divide us with football players, with football team. We have multiple people that have, that have family members that serve our country, and we never want to take anything away from them. You know, we never wanna turn our back on our military, but there was a stand made by multiple people, multiple teams, and you know, we all wanna stick together through this.
2: First and foremost, we hate that people's gonna see it as that we don't respect the military and the men and women that are way braver than us that go and put their life on the line uh, every day uh, for us to have the right to play football, Um, and we know people are gonna see it that way. You know. Guys have family members, fathers, mothers, brothers, sisters. So, uh, so- that's
0: uh, kind of a cavalcade, a uh, sampling of NFL players and coaches commenting on the thing, different opinions. As was obvious, if you watched some of the pregames yesterday, as I did, some guys standing, some teams linking arms to show their solidarity with each other in the face of, I don't know, Trumpiness or something. A lot of guys standing in the greatest man in America, Alejandro Villanueva we'll talk about after the news um maybe you know the story you ought to know the whole story i just i have a new hero stay tuned for that so listen the whole nfl players at Neilan are
1: these and, the penetrating insights
0: no oh my god no okay
1: no I just you'll, want to you'll make sh- know them when they come i plan to sit down when you start with the penetrating insights
0: reminds me of back in oh three when we went after saddam you remember those were good times everybody was united and, and we kept watching the news and There'd be an explosion here, an explosion there. We'd say, is this shock and awe? Is this shock and awe? This can't be shock and awe. You'll know when my penetrating insights Mm. have begun. Mm. Penetrating insight number one. I I realized over the weekend I've gotten a little out of touch with Mr. and Mrs. America. And here's what I mean. We have this forum. We've been talking about Colin Kaepernick and his, his kneeling... And his, his legitimate ideas and his stupidity, his cops equal pigs' socks. Oh, I'd and, forgotten about those. And his leaping to the judgment that every, every black criminal who gets into it with the cops is innocent, and the cop is necessarily a bad guy, knee-jerk stupidity. On the other hand, police brutality is a horror for a free society, and everybody ought to be against it. And, and, and I have no problem with people standing up against it, et cetera, et cetera. There's a lot of subtlety to the issue. But we've talked through this stuff so much. And we have this voice. We have this radio show that's heard by the hundreds of thousands. I wish it was millions. Anyway, um, Mr. and Mrs. I Love America, I Can't Believe Somebody Kneeled During the National Anthem haven't been able to express that except to their friends, and it's frustrating, and it makes them mad, and it's dragging politics into football, and they resent it. And then the president, who I think is is a adolescent idiot a lot, I, I'm going to anger everybody with my penetrating insights. Handy. Then we'll I, have
1: zero listeners, and I'll just head on home and try to figure out how I'm going to make my house payment.
0: I, I can't figure out why in the name of God he, he jumped into this in the way he did. I I don't
1: understand the chess game he's
0: playing. How many dimensions? That's my (laughs) question. Maybe four or five. Oh, that's a lot of dimensions. I have no idea why he did this. I really don't. I don't. Because from my point of view, you know, the question is, is this going to make tax reform more likely to get Democrat votes or less likely to Democrat Well, let's start Democrat with the current votes? one. Is it going to be
1: more likely to help you get senators for health care this week or less right.
0: likely? Is it going to make it more likely to really get the economy revved up and going so that you all have good jobs and make more money and get raises and have two job, uh, job offers instead of none? Or is this going to make it harder? So I'm just slapping my head. On the other hand, if you're the average American who sees these guys in their mind disrespecting the national anthem, bringing politics into their Sunday relaxation football and just just uh, making the whole thing ugly and divisive, and you've been wanting to yell at these players, stand up for the damn national anthem. Just because it's an imperfect country doesn't mean it's not the greatest country on earth that's trying as hard as it, it can to live up to its principles. Stand up for the damn anthem. Not only did they have a voice expressing that for them, they have the president of the United States expressing that for them. stand up, you don't like it. get out. we'll find somebody else to fill your position and that felt great. hundred percent unanimity. everybody in real life I talk to now I don't spend a lot of time you know in you know in your super progressive places um admittedly. but in terms of the the pure message, Stand up for the anthem or get the hell out. Everybody I talked to loved it. Everybody, all my friends who emailed me, everybody who texted me, everybody loved it. As I'm sitting there annoyed with Trump, because I thought, oh my God, why do you, what? now everybody's twice as angry at each other as they were. And I got to talk about this crap. And now, because everybody's trying as hard as they can to turn it racial, 100% racial. Now, if you say, well, the president's got a point, really, you're seen as being, like, on the racist side. You're probably all right. You're probably with the Klan. Oh, great, I thought. That's going to make Monday morning super fun for us. I
1: thought it was damn interesting that the Twitter poll that you put up was almost exactly 50-50. Oh, yeah. Almost exactly 50-50 of whether it was, uh, you know, uh, give them hell or dumb and divisive.
0: Yeah, you know it's probably worth taking a quick look of at our that.
1: audience, which is a certain sample set, but still fifty-fifty.
0: Yeah, exactly. We, uh, unlike a lot of idiots on, uh, you know, your uh, your cable news, et cetera, we don't claim that our internet polls are accurate. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Where's my poll? There it is. Uh the president's comments read the NFL players and Steph Curry in the Warriors. Way to tell him, Mister President. Forty-six percent, dumb and divisive. Forty-seven percent, actually racist, as a lot of commentators are trying to portray it. Seven percent. Yeah. So now 50, that's a mere twelve hundred votes.
1: Fifty-fifty split on that uh, question of should he have done it or not, and then... right?
0: But there's there's a lot more to it, you... and the subtleties lost when we're screaming at each other. But what are you going to do? Alejandro Villanueva. I love him. Next.
1: And some of your texts on the Armstrong and Getty Show.